0: Thanks for listening to the Tower Hill Church podcast. Our prayer is that today's message will challenge and inspire you to pursue Jesus and to love people to life. Well, listen, we're in our we're in our series. We just started our new series last week called "Erase." Erase, and the definition of that word "erase," as I told you last last week, was to remove from existence or memory as if to, by erasing, then to nullify the effects. So. This morning, as we think about this whole thing of race, my my, uh, subtitle this morning is I'm about to lose it. He says, my old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not treat the grace of God as meaning meaningless for if keeping the law could make us right with God, then there would be no need for Christ to die. Father, as we go into the Word of God this morning, I pray, Lord, that you lead us and guide us and direct us. And God, I would share what you've put on my heart to share today, God. And Father, the hearts would be open to receive. And Father, we just give you praise. We give you glory this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm about to lose it. See, see, this is where we're talking about losing our life so we can really find life. And so we want to talk about some things this morning. And we're going to be starting in Matthew chapter 16, if you want to go there. In Matthew chapter 16, let's 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 just read these few verses first. It says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? He says, For the Son of Man will come. In the glory of his father and with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. As we look at the scripture, we're going to kind of break a few things down. Number one, uh, that Jesus says, he says, deny yourself. If you're going to be my disciples, you have to be willing to deny yourself. And what does that deny yourself mean, actually? The, The definition of the word is disown, renounce, claim to, to lose sight of yourself and your own interests. In other words, it's putting Christ first in your life uh, denying yourself and your everything you think about your mind is upon him Matter of fact Romans 6 18. We read this last week. But I just want to read it again It says and having been set free from sin you became a slave to righteousness The sin is dead in the believer The only when we talked about last week about the old sin nature The old sin nature is we has been put to death. Correct? Under the blood of Jesus Christ and the only way this sin nature ever has any more powers when we in, We empower it in our lives and we fall into temptation or we give in to certain things We let the old man begin to resurface But here he says we are slaves to righteousness and that word slave is not a bad thing It's actually a good thing. It's actually where they, you get the word bond servant A bond servant is someone who says my master has been so good to me has treated me so well I don't want to leave my master So I am making a, a commitment to be a bond servant to love him, to serve him, and to be there. And church, how many know we are bondservants to Jesus Christ this morning? We are bondservants to Christ Jesus. We are to live our lives unto him. And we have to begin to walk a life that says, I deny the things of the flesh that's no longer a part of me. Because how many know anybody who was tempted with the flesh this week? Are you dead? <laughs> if you breathe, there's times you were probably tempted. Temptation is not sin. It's what you do if you act out on that that temptation. But being tempted is not sin. But when you say, hey, I take that that captive. I'm not going to let that be a part of my life. In other words, you are denying yourself, not allowing your flesh to get in the way. And here's the thing, church. How many of God wants to be the, the first thing in our hearts and lives today? Amen. He desires us to walk with him. See, I desire to be like him. Do you desire to be like Christ? And that's what we're supposed to be doing. I want my desires to be his. I want others to be able to seek Jesus in me and through me. You know, a lot of times we, we hear this scripture, and I'm going to put it up on the board, but we hear the scripture. It says, take delight in the Lord, and he will give you your heart's desire. Commit everything you you do to the Lord, trust in him, and he will help you. Now, a lot of times we take that that scripture out of context, because I don't believe it when he's just going to fulfill anything I want and my desires. That's not what that scripture is saying when he says, when you delight in him, he'll give you the desires of your heart. I believe he's more saying, you know, when you seek after me, and you walk in fellowship with me, and you spend time with me, I will change your desires. Your desires will no longer be things of this earth and what's around us, and the, the lust of our flesh our desires then will be for God a lot of times our desires we say oh I want a new job I desire a new car I desire this and God said if I delight myself in him he'll give me all the desires of my heart no when you get into the presence of God he will change your desires he'll put his heart in you he'll put his desires in you you know when we live when we live our lives for him, he puts his desires in his church. Desires will no longer be for the things of this world, but they'll be for the things of the kingdom. See, we're not losing sight of ourselves. Let me say, we're not losing sight of, our, of self by forgetting about ourselves. But I deny myself by changing the magnitude of how great I see God. God is so great. He, I owe him everything. I owe him everything. You owe him everything today. He's the one that gives you your very next breath to breathe in this place. That's right. The next heartbeat belongs to him. That's right. Think about that this morning. We owe, and he is a big God. See, if it, it is no longer I who lives, but Christ lives in me. See, when I forget that how big God is, all of a sudden I allow something else to get in the way. But God wants to be first and most in our life. And so he said, we got to be willing to deny ourselves. Deny ourselves and take up. He says the next thing, take up your cross and follow me. Take up your cross and follow me. Now, this is what Jesus says. And this is jumping over to Mark 10, 29. Yes, Jesus replied, I assure you that anyone who has given up home or brother or sister or mother or father and children or property for my sake and for the good news, Good news will receive now in return hundred times as many houses brothers sisters mother children and property along with persecution and in the world to come the, the person will have eternal life. Now jump down and uh, back over to Matthew in chapter 10. Look, this is how Matthew words it. If you love your father or mother more than you love me you're not worthy of be, to be mine. He's not saying you hate your mom and dad. He said, if you love mom and dad more than me, how many are, he should be our first love. Amen. And we should take up our cross and follow him. Now, look what he goes on to say. Or if you love your sons or daughters more than me, you're not worthy to be mine. If you refuse to take up your cross and follow me, you are not worthy to be mine. Taking up your cross, church, what does that mean? Taking up your cross, it's, it's not a journey, it's a one-way trip. It's, it's really willing to say, I'm willing to die to self. I know we don't hear a lot about dying to self in churches much anymore because we all want to feel good about ourselves. There's nothing wrong with feeling good about yourself, but I want to tell you something. There's times that you have to die to things in your life. There's some things in my life I'm still dying to. There's still things in my life God's still working on. And every moment, I want to become more and more like him. And I realize I've got to take up my cross, not just once a day, sometimes many times a day. And I've got to be willing to walk the sacrificial life to say, God, my life is to honor you. I don't want the old man to have any part of me any longer. I want to live my life with you. See, church, this is a a journey. It's a one-way trip. See, it's not a bearing an irritation. It's taking an attitude of a dead man headed to the end just as Jesus was. It's maybe saying, God, I'm following you. I want to, if I have to suffer, if I have to go through persecution, I'm not turning my back on you. I am take, I've taken up my cross. I've made a decision. I'm following you. I'm walking with you. And I'm going to do, do everything according to what you want to be done. Amen. Doesn't mean we're perfect. But, it, but God wants us to take up our cross. Take up our cross and follow him, dying to self. Then the next statement he makes in in verse 24, he says, follow him, follow him. He says, take up your cross and follow me. See, I want to tell you something this morning. Following him is not a command, but an invitation. It's an invitation. He has invited us to journey and follow him. Don't get out ahead of him. Don't try to get ahead of yourself and get ahead of God. Just follow him. Remember, I used the illustration last week when my dad was mowing grass and you see fresh footprints. And when I was a little kid, I had a little plastic push mower and I was trying to push mine and I was trying to step in my dad's steps. I was following in his steps. And that's what we have to have in our heart and our mind that we say, God, I'm following in your steps. I'm going to take your word for what it is. I'm going to live my life according to the word. I'm going to walk according to the word. My Attitudes are going to change because I'm going to get in the word and I'm going to follow Jesus no matter where he leads me Because the life that I now live I live by faith in the son of God. He's the one that gives life to me church so we've got to be willing to follow him. It's, uh, following him, like I said, is not a command, it's an invitation. He invites us to journey along with him and follow him. You find out in, in, uh, in John chapter 10, that shows the relation uh, context of following him, his, his sheep. He said, sheep will only know the, she- the, sh- the voice of the shepherd if they spend time with the shepherd and know him. It's, it's really not about, know- it's not about knowing about the shepherd, it's about knowing the shepherd. There's a lot of people that know about the shepherd, know about Jesus, but they don't know Jesus. They know about him. So, so look what Jesus said in the context of this whole thing about this sheep hearing his voice. He said, Jesus replied, and this is John 10, 25. Jesus replied, I have already told you and you don't believe me. The proof is in the work I do in my father's name. Verse 26, 27. But you don't believe me because you're not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. How many you know, this? We, I know the voice of the shepherd. Do you know the voice of the shepherd? Have you, are you close enough? Have you spent time with him to be able to hear his voice? Because Jesus said, "As those who spend time with him they get to know him. You know his voice. And a stranger, you're not going to follow. Amen? I don't know about you, but I, 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 wanna, I don't want to empower the flesh any longer in my life. I want the Spirit of God to have total control in me so look let's talk about lose it all lose it all look down with me at sixteen twenty five, Matthew 16 25 it says for whoever desires to save his life will lose it but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it man that's that's a great statement just in its, but think about it. he said if you're going to try to hang on to this life in other words this world what this world has you're going to lose your life but if you're willing to lose your life for my sake, he said, you'll find life. Now, the, the word here that he uses, look at verse 26. And what he says, what and what bene, what do you do? What what do you do? I'm sorry. And what do you be, uh, benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? If 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 anything is anything worth more than your soul. See, God wants us to, to lose our life here. And that we might truly find life. The word lose here in, the, in Scripture actually in the Greek means be lost, perish, be ruined, die, pass away. That, it means dying to self. That's what Jesus is talking about. He's talking about losing it. Let this life, this earthly life go and begin to live in a spiritual, the spiritual life that God has called you to live. How many of you know you are you're spiritual beings, if you're a born-again believer this morning? You are a spiritual being. You live in a human body of flesh, but there's a spirit that's been made new in you, and it, it, it's the spirit of God, and he wants to permeate every part of your life. He wants to flow out of you every day, every moment. And that's the reason he said, when you believe in him, as the scripture says, he said, out of your bellies would flow rivers of living water, and that water's not flowing out of you for you. It's flowing out of you to touch other people. And if the river's not flowing, we need to say, God, what is it that I'm holding on to that's keeping me from being the man or woman of God that you want me to be? What is that thing I need to empty myself out of? He's, see, church, this ties in with last, kind of last week's message about the old man, dying to the old man. Hey, Eddie, could you just go back there and grab me the old man back there? It's back there. You'll see him. The old man. The old man is what a lot of times we carry around, and we lug it around with us. And God wants us to to lose it. He wants you to lose it. And he'll find it back there somewhere. But it ties in with this. See, whoever loses his life, it says, we'll find it. Oh, you got him? Okay. There you go. Uh, You're being too nice to the old man. Uh, He's got a rope around his, so I can drag him around. Here. Thank you But you know even last week, I know it's kind of funny as you think about it, but this thing's heavy But you know what the old man of sin should not be a part of our lives But see we're supposed to lose it, but a lot of times that's our comfort. We hang on to it God wants us to lose lose it. Let it go. He says when you're willing to die to self And you're willing to lay it at the cross in the foot of Jesus Christ. He said, when you're willing to do that, you'll find life. You'll find life. But you'll never find the abundant life that God has for you by hanging on to this. Remember what Jesus said? In chapter 10, verse 10 of John, he says, I came to give life and life more abundantly. There's an abundant life for us that God has for us, but we got to be willing to let this go. We can't hang on. The Bible says you cannot serve two masters. You'll love one and you'll hate the other. God wants to be first in your life. So we've got to be willing to lose our life that we may find it. Now, here's, here's a, the word find in Scripture. here means to discover, to come upon, to obtain, to secure, to receive, to be found. It, it is for us to. God wants to show you something even greater than you've ever experienced before. There's more life that he wants to give you. I I believe that. But what did John say? He said, John said, I must decrease that he may increase. I believe that's a spiritual principle also. For us to grow spiritually, we have to get as far away from the old man as we can and go and know the shepherd intimately. And stay in his presence. See, we have to get to the point where we said like Paul did in Philippians chapter 3, verse 7 through 11, that he counted all this as rubbish that he might gain Christ. I mean, he, he had the credentials, and he, he listed off his credentials in that scripture. But finally, he said, you know what? I counted all garbage except I just want to know Jesus. That's what he summed up. I just want to know Jesus. I want to know him and his suffering. I want to know everything about him. Amen? And see, church... We've got to be willing. We've got to be willing to die to this old man. You've got to be willing. You know, sin, sin, is, they said it is fun for a season. But what does it bring after that? It brings death. You know, we talked about the old man. And I told you last week about in ancient times when somebody would murder a victim, murder somebody, they'd take the person that murdered them, and then they'd take the victim and tie it to that murderer's back. And let them walk around the rest of their life with that, and decay just begins to eat away at the at the live person too. See, if you let this dead man stay along with you, along with you, it'll decay your spiritually. It'll hold you back. It'll keep you from becoming all that God has you to be. So you got to be willing to say, "I'm walk away from it." How do you walk away from it? By surrendering to Jesus. You can't walk away from it on your own. You have to surrender to Jesus. This is Paul, uh, uh, Jesus is talking about you've got to be willing to lose your life that you can find it. You've got to be willing to say, that is dead. And the Word of God lets us know that is dead. Amen? Look what it, Go back with me, and it's not in, scripture, uh, not in the, the screen, but I want you to go with me back over to Romans 6 real quick. And I want, you to, I want to read this to you. Look at this verse 15. They said, well, then, since God's grace has set us free from the law, does that mean we can go on sinning? Of course not. Don't you realize that you become the slave to whatever you choose to obey? What do you choose to obey? You choose to obey God or you choose to obey this old man, the sinful nature? See, he says, You become a slave to whatever you you choose to obey. You can be a slave to sin, which leads what? To death. Or you can can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. Thank God. Once you were slaves to sin, but now you wholeheartedly obeyed this teaching we have given you. Now you are free from the slavery of sin, and you have become a slave of righteous living. Man. Anybody remember when you were a slave to sin? Maybe you're sitting here this morning. You're still a slave to sin. I want to tell you something. Jesus Christ died to set you free. Maybe you're watching by internet this morning. You don't know Christ. I want you to know this morning. Jesus Christ died to set you free. He died that you no longer have to be a slave to the old sin and your old life. But you are now made alive in Christ Jesus. Think about that this morning. But he says, and the next thing is pursuing Christ's reward. Christ's reward. Think about this. He says, "For the Son of Man will come in His glory of His Father, and with His angels, and then He will reward each one according to His works." Now, the, the, he said, talking about rewarding them according to their works. He those words. That word means to give, to pay, to render, to give back, or to repay or return. So, in this portion of Scripture, to keep or fulfill work work what one does work is what one does deeds and actions and practices and functions everything that we do and he says we, we will stand before God how many you know church even the believer will stand before Jesus in judgment but it's not a judgment of sin it's going to be a judgment of what we did in these bodies look what he says in, go for, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 10 the, oh, you won't have that one I'm sorry for we must all stand before Christ to be judged. And This is Paul talking to the church, not to the unbelievers. Unbelievers will stand before God in the great white throne judgment. But listen, he says, For we must all stand before Christ to be judged. We will each receive whatever we deserve, the good or evil we have done in this earthly body. He said, think about it. And I want you to think about it. We one day will stand before God. I will stand before Christ. And I'll be rewarded according to what I've done. Good for him. And those things which will be done in my, on Gary's terms, it's going to be out the window. Church, God has blessed us so much as people. He's, you say, well, I, I just don't understand all these. Bl-. The blessing is, the biggest blessing you have is salvation. There's no bigger blessing than that. You, be, God redeeming your life from destruction. And I want to encourage you this morning, church. They Realize that one day for what we do as believers. We will stand before the Lord and give an account of what we've done And that's where God will reward us according to what we've been done But here's the thing if you're listening to me this morning in this room or on a way of internet YouTube, whatever And you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior you won't stand with the the judgment of the believers You will stand at the great white throne judgment where you will be judged if, and if, you don't, if your name's not written in the Lamb's book of life, you will be cast out into the lake of fire. I know some people today think, they try to teach it, There's not a real, hell's not a real place. It, it is a real place. It, it, the, Jesus wouldn't have talked about it if he wasn't. And he said, those who don't know him, their, their names are not found in the book of life. He said, they will be cast into the outer darkness where there will be gnashing of teeth it'll be a and it'll be a separation from god for eternity and if you don't know him today there's no better day than to come to jesus than right now right now i'm asked to ask the worship team to come and right now i just want to give you an opportunity maybe on the internet or here in the building this morning do you know jesus if you know him, are you the disciple that he's called you to be? Are you denying yourself, taking up your cross and following him? Are you losing yourself in him? You're not living according to the old man any longer, but you're living your life unto Christ. God came. Or Jesus came to redeem you. And if you're listening to me right now, and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Everybody just be in prayer, please. If you don't know Jesus your Lord and Savior, you say, Pastor, I'd like to start a journey with Jesus. Would you pray for me? I'm not going to embarrass anybody. We're just going to pray for you. Would you slip your hand up and put it right back down? I want to pray for you. you. Say, I don't know Jesus, but I want to know him. I want to know him. I pray that you do know him today. I pray that he is your Lord and your Savior. Now, let me just ask you this. As a disciple of Christ, as a disciple of Christ, are you surrendered to him? Are you totally surrendered to Him as a disciple of Jesus Christ? Are you, are you denying yourself? Are you putting the old sinful man away? Is your focus upon Him, is he, has He put His desires in your heart that you're chasing after Him? That you've, you're you so close to Him you can hear His voice? Are you bit, are, or, or have you gone and slipped away some? You know, I like what one person said. It says you're either... Sliding, for, sliding toward God or backsliding away from Him. You can't st- set still in the kingdom of God. Are you moving more toward Christ? Are you slipping away from Christ? And if if you're taking that step back, I want to encourage you this morning. You can turn it around. You don't have to keep sliding back, but get your heart and mind set up on Christ and move toward Him. Flow toward Him. And allow the goodness and the mercies of God to begin to reign over you. Let the joy of His salvation be restored in you. Because that's what He wants to do this morning. Thanks for listening to the Tower Hill Church Podcast. Our prayer is that this message encouraged and inspired you in your journey with Christ. For more information, you can visit our website at th.church. Or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at TowerHillNH. To give online, you can go to giving. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time.